0: God Hallelujah. praise the living Jesus Hallelujah. James 2 1 to 5 which is one of the scriptures Lameda mentioned a warning against prejudice NLT I'm gonna read in NLT my dear brothers and sisters how can you claim to have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus if you favor some people over others For example, suppose someone comes into your meeting dressed in fancy clothes and expensive jewelry, and another comes in who is poor and dressed in dirty clothes. If you give special attention and a good seat to the rich person, but you say to the poor one, you can stand over there, or else sit on the floor. Well, doesn't this discrimination show that your judgments are guided by evil motives? listen to me dear brothers and sisters hasn't God chosen the poor in this world to be rich in faith aren't they the ones who will inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus name amen as a family as a church there shouldn't be favoritism in the household of God obviously if a worker is more active and one doesn't work, maybe in that regard, but not because of physical things, not because they're the one that stand up all the time for offering or because they give the most tithe and all of that. Favoritism in that regards in the body of Christ should be discouraged. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we please pray? Heavenly Father, our eternal rock of ages, we worship you. We glorify your holy name. Thank you, Father, for protecting us. Thank you, Father, for another seven days of faithfulness. Thank you, Father, for the first Sunday in the month of May. We worship you. Thank you, Father, for protection. Thank you, Father, for yesterday, today, and forevermore. Thank you, Father, for your love, for your kindness. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. As we're going to Sunday school now, Father, we will pray you be with us in Jesus' name. As we're going to be studying your word, Father, I will pray you speak to us expressly in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for our prayers. We pray the entrance of your word into our lives will so bring light in Jesus' name. For our brothers and sisters down the way, Father, we pray you grant them a safe journey to this auditorium in the name of Jesus. We pray by your mercy will not miss our blessings in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now that we've prayed, can we also offer this prayer? We're going to say, Heavenly Father. Our topic for today is breaking the yoke of poverty and we're going to say, Father, teach me how to break free from poverty in Jesus' name. Can we quickly pray in Jesus' name? Father, help me, Lord. Teach me how to break free from poverty in the name of Jesus. Teach me, teach my wife, teach our children. Teach us as a body of Christ how to break free from poverty in the name of Jesus. Teach us how to break free from poverty in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can we please turn to our neighbors? Usual greeting. Let's say good morning. Hello. Good morning. Say good morning. Good morning. Brother Toby. I, I, I like this your shade. What's this color called? Peach. How are you? Do you have a nice week, Brian? Yeah. Eric, that's it. That good morning was quick. Good morning. That is a Good morning, sir. Pastor Friday, good morning, ma. Did we all have a good week? How was the week? Busy. Busy, busy. Four day week. I love four day weeks. Anytime. <laughs> we have holiday tomorrow it is well can we please stand up as we sing our Sunday school hymn please Sunday school hymn so we did one three six last week let's do two, two two and five actually let's do two four and five today okay let's do one four and five please one four and five
1: Joy sat diaper. Oh, Sunday school on the Lord's.
0: To be so dark i'll be in sunday school mm. the lord help us amen can we can we please sit down please majestically elegantly all right can someone please remind us of last week's topic last week last week's topic it's only been seven days no teachers please last week's topic sorry honoring men fantastic honoring men a bit of a stretch the week before fantastic honoring God two weeks ago and honoring men last week what does honor mean or honoring what does it mean can anyone remind us honor redo in Yoruba honor <laughs> ma yes or what Dodo. What does honor mean or honoring? Ma? Yeah, to place someone in highly esteem, to value someone, to respect. Emmanuel says, bestow value upon someone or highly esteem another, highly esteem another. And we sort of challenged and encouraged ourselves last week to encourage some categories of people. And we also told us what we as a person, as a believer needs to do to achieve honor as well. Honoring God, two weeks ago, how do we honor God? Or why should we honor God? Because he's the creator, because he's the almighty. He blesses us, he keeps us, he sent his son to come and save us, all of those mighty things. He answered our prayer when we were asking for visa. he kept us in this country, he enlarged our coasts, loads of things, beautiful and wonderful things. He gave us children, he took us to worst grave hospital and we came out safely. <laughs> loads of wonderful reasons to honor God. How should we honor God? With our body, with our substance, with our tithes, you know, with your service in the house of the Lord, you know. And do we stand to gain anything? What are the rewards that we gain from honoring God? The Lord is saying to us in 1 Samuel 2.20, can we quickly read that? 1 Samuel 2.20, it says, I will honor those who honor me. 1 Samuel 2.30. It says, therefore the Lord, the God of Israel says, i promised that your branch, of the tribe of Levi would always be my priests, but I will honor those who honor me and I will despise those who think like me, lightly of me. I pray we will not think lightly of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord will also give overflowing, overflowing blessings to those who honor Him. Honoring men from last week, we know to honor is to pay respect to place someone in highly esteem, to value somebody. So we spoke about honoring God. Now, the people we see day to day, how do we honor them? And we ourselves, how do we gain honor? What do we need to do to gain honor? Our memory verse for last week was 1 Peter 2.17. 1 Peter 2.17. It says, honor all men, love the brotherhood fear god and honor the king now we had two outlines from last week who deserves honor and this is where we spoke about the categories of people we should honor or respect the categories of people and there's about six of them but there might be more um can can we just quickly remind ourselves can someone tell us one of the category of people we said we should honor from last week Sorry? The pastors. Fantastic. People in authority in our community, right? MPs, counsellors, basically outside of the church, whoever the Lord has placed in the position of authority. And also in the church, the clergy, people in it that the Lord has put in leadership positions, we should honor them. And one of the points we said is, it should, the age shouldn't be a factor in who we respect as long as the lord has put them in a position of authority look at king charles now obviously he's younger than some people but the lord has made him the king they need to respect him because the lord has placed did anyone see that stuff yesterday the coronation how many people was it not fantastic it was fantastic deeply steeped in christianity he kissed the Bible you know. prayed responded you know he's a Christian king you know so we need to continually help him in prayer the Lord will uphold him in Jesus name amen, amen. who else what other category did we discuss last week that we need to honor yes children should honor their parents even we adults some of us still have parents we need to honor our parents irrespective of what they do to us or what they've done to us we still need to honor them a child should never slap their parents but alas in this country i've seen a child slap their parents before we pray our child will never do that in jesus name amen our own children therefore signs and wonders not that kind of wonder Gl- glorious wonders in jesus name amen which other category Husband wife, that is big. Husband should not only respect respect. It is reciprocal, isn't it? Those people are wise. They say respect is reciprocal. If you want me to respect you, also respect me now, you know. Husbands honour your wives, wives honour your husband as well. You know, tit for tat. Um, God has placed the husband as the head of the marriage, but not in a domineering role. Like you sit down and the wife does everything. Husband should not walk their children, their wives to the ground. No. That's not how the Lord has planned it. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Which other category? We spoke about employee employer as well. In our places of work, we should respect and honor our employers, irrespective of age. I've been in, cat- in situations, thank God, my current manager is older than me. But some of my previous roles, my manager, my supervisor younger than me. I'll still come to work early, start at nine o'clock. It tells me to do this, it tells me, ah. When I started my role, <coughs> it is well, it is well, but we need to be humble. I think this is one of the things we also spoke about last week, you know, honor and humility the work hand in hand we need to respect our employers irrespective of their age you know irrespective of their age now how can we attain honor how can we attain honor to make to keep it simple we were advised last week or told last week that good the lord will honor those who honor him right But to achieve honor from God or for God to honor us, we need to do certain things. It's all underpinned by the work we do. We said we need to be righteous. Work. You need to work to be righteous, right? There's some daily things that you need to do. Speak kindly of your neighbors, you know. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love is an action word, right? It's not something you write down and pass on a piece of paper. You say you love me. I see that you love me based on your actions, right? You need to be humble. It requires work to be humble, right? Someone who's your junior at your place of work, just came into work. Something you've already done and they begin to start to be calling you and all of that, you know, saying all sorts of things. You're humble not to respond in kind, you know. Respond in kind now, maybe they suspend that person, or all of that, you know, but humble. To be humble requires work wise and intelligent work you must be hard working and and diligent to receive honor from God and from people right for people to honor you they must see that ah, this person works so it turns up on time he's never late he's smart he minds his own business work 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 to receive that kind of honor from people there's certain things they see in your life and for you to exhibit those characters you must also work you must work faithful and maintain integrity to ma- to achieve or attain true honor we must be faithful and maintain integrity among others we pray the lord to help us in jesus name amen today breaking the yoke of poverty that's our topic for today breaking the yoke of poverty our Bible passage is in Proverbs 6, 9 to 11. Proverbs 6, 9 to 11. Can we quickly read that, please? Proverbs 6, 9 to 11. I read. Yes, How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall your poverty come on you like a stroller, and you need like and you need like an armed man. Thank you, ma. And our memory verses in Proverbs nineteen seven, Proverbs nineteen seven. Um, I read. I'm not sure. Maybe this is sent KJV or KJV. All the brethren of the poor do hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He pursueth them with words, yet they are wanting to him. NLT says, the relatives of, of the poor despise them. How much more will their friends avoid them? Though the poor plead with them, their friends are gone. Can we quickly please memorize that? And then we'll try and encourage someone to have a crack at it. I mean, if we can remember our national anthem, we should be able to remember this. Yep, do we have any volunteer? Sister Sonia, right? Is this Sister Sonia? Ah, good, I did well. Sir? Ah, wow, good. Yeah, That's <laughs> nearly there. <laughs> yep, anybody, any volunteers? Quickly, quickly, because of our time. Thank you sister um, Adama she did well <laughs> she did well she read it all the brethren of the poor do hate him how much more do his friends go far from him he persuade them with words yet they are wanting to him poverty can be described as a state of being extremely poor or lacking in the needed resources state of being extremely poor. Poverty can take different forms. It could be mental poverty, it could be spiritual poverty, it could be material poverty, and it could be in financial form. Please remember, we'll come back to these four forms later. We'll ask us. It could be mental form, it could be spiritual form, it could be material form, and it could be financial form. In the context of material or financial possession, poverty is said to exist when people lack the means to satisfy their basic needs, agreed. Mm-hmm. It means they don't have the right clothing. During winter, they're wearing clothes for summer. They don't have a jacket. They don't have money to meet certain expectations. Scripture clearly states that even the brethren of the poor ate which we've already read, And that poverty can destroy the poor. What then causes poverty and how can a believer break free from it? That's what we'll be addressing this morning. What causes poverty? The causes of poverty and how do we break free from poverty? Now mental poverty, because I was like, what does mental poverty mean? Is when our mental health is not what we would want it to be. Basically, it could be difficulties managing thought. difficulties managing feel could be a sign of it. Basically, the mental health is not what it should be. That's basically what it means. I pray the Lord to help us in Jesus' name. Amen. What causes poverty? What are the causes of poverty? Can we please open to Proverbs 10.4? We'll get to that in a little bit. And before we get to that... Can someone please remind us what the four forms of poverty are that we're discussing today? Mm-hmm. We just went through them. Please raise your hand if you want to. Raise your hand. Does anybody want to answer? Yes, Sister Adama. Mental. Only say one, yeah. Mental, yeah, we have three more. That is our dog. Spiritual. Spiritual, yes, sir. Bro yeah. right, Eric? Material. Material, yes, one more financial, financial. We pray the Lord will be with us in the name of Jesus. will not be mentally poor in Jesus' name. will not be spiritually poor in Jesus' name. will not be materially poor in Jesus' name. And will not be financially poor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we have quite a few number of questions that we're going to be asking as we go along because it's a very interesting topic now causes of poverty what can cause it laziness and idleness laziness and idleness proverbs ten four. it says lazy people the book of proverbs is rich we're going to be reading a lot of the book of proverbs and it spoke a lot about being lazy and all of that you know lazy people are soon poor true or false true or false hard workers get rich true or false even if it's social media influencer, a lot of them work really hard. They wake up, you know, a lot of content, editing it and all of that. We shouldn't envy them in a way because of the money they make. Godly or not, they still put in the shifts and all of that, you know. Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. Why do some people go into poverty? Is because they're lazy. It is because they're idle, you know. Another reason is poor attitude to work or poor work ethics. Poor attitude to work or poor work ethics. We were having an interesting conversation yesterday about someone who was being paid to do a job, but they're not doing it properly, and now the employer is thinking of not giving them work again. Is it the employer's fault? Please, let's talk. Is it the employer's fault? Is it the employer's fault? fault? No, it's poor attitude to work. Your job, your contract says get to work 9, you're working 9 to 5 p.m. If you know you're go, you've are you been going through the same route and you can tell at 8.30 that there's no way you can get to work for nine o'clock, what should a responsible employee do? Message your line manager, isn't it? That's what I do, I, I, I'm gonna be late. You don't control the traffic. Maybe I'm stuck on the M1 for example. I, I can't move the coach, I can't move the trailers. You let your employer know. Good attitude. Good attitude. Can we quickly read Second Thessalonians three ten, please? Second Thessalonians three ten. Thank you, Ma. Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. Proverbs 14.23. Can we quickly read that, please? Proverbs 14.23. Thank you. So work, we have someone who's working and then we have someone who's only talking, but they're not doing the work. What does that lead to? The Bible is telling us it leads to poverty. We need to work really hard. Now, the poor attitude that we're talking about, what are some of the things that feeds into that? So when we say someone has a poor attitude to work, or they have poor work ethics, which is our second point that we're talking about. What are some of the things that lead to that, that feed into that? And the first point we're going to be talking about is lack of self-discipline, lack of self-discipline. Can we quickly read Proverbs 12, 27, please? Proverbs 12, 27, and someone else please open to Proverbs 13, 18. We're reading Proverbs 12, 27 first. Thank you, ma. So he's actually done the work. He's gone hunting. And he's actually caught something. But then he didn't roast it. How wasteful is that? Lack of self-discipline. You work, you get paid. But then, God forbid, that same person squanders it. Lack of self-discipline. I know I shouldn't do it. I know I shouldn't do it. I'm not uh, buying shoes and all of that. But why do it? Lack of self-discipline. The Bible is telling us this person has actually gone hunting, but then he's actually not even bothered to even cook his game. You know, how's that going to work? Hi. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. The second point is stubbornness. Stubbornness. That is one of the poor attitudes we're talking about here. Um going to speak to you. Stubbornness. Can we please read Proverbs thirteen eighteen, please? Proverbs 13, 18. Thank you ma. God bless you ma. I mean ignoring correction. Which is actually the point I was going to raise here. And it's what is said here. If you ignore criticism, you will end in poverty. That will not be a portion in Jesus' name. But if you accept correction, you will be honored. Worldliness and frivolous pursuits. Worldliness and frivolous pursuits. That's one of the things that fits into the poor attitude we're talking about. Lack of imagination or vision. This is interesting. Can we read Proverbs twenty-three seven, please? Mm-hmm. The first part of Proverbs twenty-three seven. 23, 7. Yes. As he in part, so it. Eat and drink, Said he with it, but his heart is not with thee. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ma. NLT, they are always thinking about how much it costs. That's basically the point we're gonna be pre- bringing out there that is there all the time how much is going to cost ah this business no this is what is this is what has always been the outcome of that business i'm not going to take the risk you know lack of imagination or vision i will not try because other people have failed i'm not going to try drunkenness and gluttony proverbs 23 21 same 23 just a few verses down. Twenty one. Yes, ma'am Can you read that again, please? That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Too much drinking, too much eating. What does it result into poverty? The Lord will help us in Jesus name. Again, what can cause poverty? There are also some other points. natural disasters. We have to be sensitive, you know, like the flood or the the, the storm that happened in Haiti, for example, in this state, a lot of people have lost their entire livelihood in minutes. In minutes, some people in seconds, everything has already gone away, you know. Famine floods and droughts led to displacement. Look at the people in Sudan, for example. Some of them, they've had to leave everything behind and they'll probably not go back to it. Some families separated forever, you know, or probably not seeing each other for years. Health related challenges. You have the pandemic, you know. It can also lead to poverty. Um, Mark 5, 25 to 26, that tells us about the woman with the issue of blood. But let's quickly read it, please. Mark 5, 25 to 26, it's interesting. 25. Yeah. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12, 12 years, words. and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather few words. Thank you she had spent all that she had. How much do we think that woman spent? How much do we think? When I was reading, I was trying to picture how much she spent all she had to get well, but instead of getting better, she got worse. Now the man by the pool of Bethsaida, how much do we think he spent? You know, some people trying to get better, spent everything they have, that can also lead to poverty fire outbreaks job for example a lot of the things he had got burnt death of a f- benefactor a lot of us know this maybe some people had very good parents that were working good salary and all of them God forbid the dad dies the mom dies and then you know we all know what happens or tends to happen to some of the children you know the death of a benefactor can also lead to that good point. this also leads me to encourage us to please have a will we're not saying anybody's gonna die now but something good consider having a will i pray the lord will help us in jesus name yeah avoid unnecessary fights yeah life insurance life insurance i think we need to maybe have a talk about it at times we think it's expensive it can actually be cheap you can get life insurance for 20 pounds and some of them you're not tied to a contract you can actually get out anytime you want like the life insurance i have now to the glory of god i can see any time i don't want and it's not like i'm paying a fortune but you're making sure the people you leave behind are protected you know Maybe there's mortgage I have to pay for the car. You know, having a will also means people are not having unnecessary fights. You know, I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name, Amen. Oppression can also lead to poverty. People not being paid their wages. The wages are delayed. People or bosses refusing to pay them their wages. Exorbitant, exorbitant interest rates or loans. Interesting, we should read this. Exodus 22, 25 to 27. Some of us that are lending people money. Exodus 22, 25 to 27. 25. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, just 25 26 thank you ma. so what 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 makes the bible is it just the new testament or a combination of the old and new testament both right so we agree that the old testament is important so god is telling us in the book of exodus he's saying if you're lending people money do not charge interest as a money lender would some people lend people money and the interest, in fact I'm reading a book, uh, anyway we won't go in, into the interest rate, some of them pile up and at the end of the year I think the guy was like some of them are not smart and they'll probably end up paying about 1000% one, 1, interest because it was like it's probably going to be charging them like 9% per week. This is per week, nine percent. And if they're not careful and they default, they end up paying so much interest at the end of the year. Spiritual causes as well can also lead. Some some spiritual causes can also lead to poverty. Some people go into poverty as a result of their sin, consequences of their sin. That is in Deuteronomy 28, 15 to 21. We won't go into that because we don't have time to read everything wrong spiritual understanding that makes some believers equate poverty to holiness they're two different things aren't they poverty you don't have to be poor to demonstrate that you're holy that's what we're saying right you don't have to be poor your clothes doesn't have to be what's the only word for sha what's what's Uh, yeah your clothes don't shouldn't be faded for people to see holiness in you or for you to say you're doing god's work you know i pray the lord will help us in jesus name wrong spiritual understanding having the right understanding christians are not excluded from buying multiple houses or from owning football clubs for example you know Nothing says we shouldn't be politicians or going to politics or maybe like activists. I think we said, was it last week or something like that, you know, or maybe standing up for your rights. Now, breaking free free from poverty, what steps do we need to take? If you want to get out of poverty, what steps do you need to take? The first point is discover and pursue your purpose for living not only pursuing it, not only discovering it, pursue it, and also add competency to it. Can we quickly read Proverbs twenty two twenty-nine please? Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine. Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yes. See thou in diligence in his business, he shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before men. Thank you, ma'am. Do you truly, do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. So you also had competency to it. You discover your purpose, you pursue it, but you also had competency to it. Second point is to getting out of, breaking free from poverty, improve yourself in your chosen career, vocation and trade. There's some skills or knowledge that we had 10 years ago that probably need to be brushed up now. True or false? True or false? Some applications that you used to learn your trade 15 years ago, they're probably better ones now. We're not saying the old ways are not good, but if the new ways are better, why not brush up your skills? That's what we're saying. Improve yourself in your chosen career, vocation and trade. Create multiple streams of income, multiple streams of income, Ecclesiastes 11.2. Can we quickly read that, please? Ecclesiastes 11.2. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, thank you. But divide your investments among many places. That is NLT. Divide your investments among many places. For you do not know what risks might lie ahead. Solve people's problems by coming up with inventions or solutions, you know be a problem solver, sit down and think. What are the challenges that people are going through? Like the laundrette now, for example, or the laundromat, like they call it in the US. It came up as a solution to a problem. Not everybody has a washing machine. Not everybody even has a house. Okay, so we have, not everybody has a washing machine. Not everybody has a house. Those are two categories of people. Me and my decide I'm only gonna focus on those who who don't have a house. That is my own. You see, you can even break the solution in and just target a particular section. You know, that's how you approach it. Acquire additional knowledge through reskill and upskill, which we've already spoken about. Believe in your ability to perform. Be confident. And this is also big as well. Some people have the ideas, but they're not confident. You know, ah, how do I even start? Where do I even start? People will laugh at me. That is it. People will laugh at me. Black people no, don't do this. Nah, 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 nah. No, we don't do this. You know. Be a generous giver. Let's read this. Proverbs eleven twenty four. As we prepare to close, Proverbs eleven twenty four. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. Perfect. Perfect. Give freely and become more wealthy, right? Be stingy and lose everything. Dick Lara gave a fantastic example a couple of weeks or months ago now. If you're giving, your hand is always at the top, right? If you're collecting, it's always like this, you know. Empty isn't it? If your hand is at the top, you have overflowing, you're giving to people. And our people in Europe, pardon to those who don't speak, say, okay, okay, it means the giver's hand is always at the top, which is what we're talking about. Always at the top. Pay your tithes, first fruits, and offerings regularly. That cannot be overemphasized. Pray and study the word of God for direction. Don't live on debt except for productive investment i'll repeat that don't live on debt except for productive investment we're not saying don't borrow money if you're using it to if you're sure you're using it to make more money that is fine because you then get the money to pay off the debt. but don't just borrow money to go to nigeria to show off i pray the lord will help us in jesus name because the credit card will you meet the credit card where you come back isn't it summary to be free from poverty is to identify the root causes to be free from poverty is to identify the root causes it might be one cause it might be multiple and deal with the causes in a godly way now you deal with them by doing the things that were identified in the second outline multiple streams of income come up a solution to solve people's problems acquire additional knowledge reskill. don't just borrow money anyhow be a generous giver and all of that conclusion poverty is not predi- predestined therefore change your mindset towards material wealth knowing that god gives the power to make wealth i pray the lord will help us in jesus name amen can we quickly pray say heavenly father help me give me enough riches and honor and send poverty far away from me in jesus name amen can we pray please can we stand up and pray please say father give me enough riches and honor and send poverty far away from me in the name of jesus don't let me just be sleeping all the time lord reveal divine solution to problems to me in the name of jesus help me to be a giver In the name of Jesus. Help me to have multiple streams of income. Help me to pray and study your word for direction. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Father, to have confidence in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Father, for a good time in your presence to study your word. Thank you, Father, for showing us the causes of poverty and what we need to do to get out of it we pray father that you help us to live a full and dedicated life in the name of jesus and to break free of poverty in all forms in the name of jesus thank you father for answered prayers we commit the rest of today's service into your hands father We pray you be with us in jesus name holy spirit divine you will pray that you lead us in the name of Jesus. We pray we will not miss our blessings in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for answered prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord.